Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Samalit64 and welcome to the Robocast for BattleBots episode 3 of the 2018 season. I'm joined alongside, as ever, uh, Steve the American Killjoy. Yeah, you're pretty much a, a regular now, Steve. I'm, I'm very proud of you. Yeah, well I, you, I finally made it, like, what is it, like, I think this is a record for like three in a row. So, yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and we're joined uh, by a returning guest from back in series 10. Introduce yourself, sir. Hello everyone, I am Team Penny Milk. Hello, Anthony. Welcome back. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> taking a break from your uh, ant weights and the uh, the fabulous Albert Anarchy. If you haven't seen it, what are you doing with your life? Go and watch it right now. It's amazing. Um, obviously, BattleBots. What have, what have you made of the season so far? It's been quite quite interesting, hasn't it? Really, it really has. And I can say, episodes. Every single episode I've watched has been so entertaining. Mm. I mean, I think it's it's fair to say that you look at the you know the, the way that the format works now. The show as it, as a whole. It's just so much slicker. Obviously, again, another soft intro this week, much like last week's show, which we didn't really talk about how Kenny was with just with Ice Wave, just chilling. And then this week, he's just walking around the pits and having a bit of a uh, laugh and a joke with the with the teams in the pits. It's really nice to see that they're actually doing something a bit different instead of just the normal, let's just stand in the box and introduce the show. They're actually doing different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I suppose enough talking about the show itself. Let's get on with the action. And it's a bit of a rivalry, the first fight. Um, a rivalry between uh, two parts of the original MIT team with Overhaul. And it's uh, mm. Overhaul Mark, whatever. Is it Mark 2 or is it Mark 3? It's Mark Mark 2 and a bit, I think, is a fair assumption. Yeah, it, 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 it looks close enough to the Season 2 one where like we can say, ah, it's... It's 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 got most of the bits from the second one, so hey. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And then the, their opponents are, I think, I know myself and Steve are, are big fans of this robot. What what are your thoughts on Sawblaze, Anthony? Uh, I was quite surprised about it, design wise, because like I, I always believed, well, when I looked at it the first time, that saws wouldn't be really effective. But uh, this uh, this uh, battle really really proved me wrong. Wait, you look at the fight between. You know, look at the fight between Brutus and Red Devil last week. Mm-hmm. Red Devil yeah. did did not go through Brutus's front plow at all. It just kind of it caused scratches and took the paintwork off. Yeah, sure, but there was no like damage. This saw blaze went straight through the the structure of Overhaul's arm. It was incredible. I, I, I didn't see that coming at all. And it also went through the motor as well, which was absolutely crazy. Yeah, there's there's a picture on the Overhaul's Facebook page where it has the. Um, the slice straight through the top of the uh, the jaw, and obviously the uh, the actuator on top as well. I was so impressed with Sawblaze. The fact that they were able to just boss the boss the fight as a whole. You know, it, it's big and bulky. It looks the part, and it begs the, the question. Go on. The thing, the thing that got me at the start of the battle was like overhaul like, for speed. It just stopped, and then the next minute. Um, Sawblade just came in and, and attacked it and just kept owning the battle. So I was, I was trying to figure out did his motors die on him or was there like interference problem? Possibly. I know um, obviously last week Endgame talked about um, being high centred at the start. Maybe that was an issue that was ongoing. Possibly from all the, the craters dug in the floor from Tombstone. Who knows? Yeah, I was gonna. I was just about to say that it doesn't help when your floor isn't always flat. Which yeah. always makes me wonder like whenever we see Double Dutch what's going to happen <laughs> well when when we see double dutch hopefully we see it soon we'll uh, we'll find out uh, um steve what are your thoughts on this fight obviously i'm guess we are big fans of sawblaze as we mentioned before watching sawblaze dominate the fight the way it did it must have been like for me in particular this feels like 
justice for what should have happened last season. <laughs> yes, this is this is the like it, it's finally I I don't can up come up. It isn't the right word, but you know what I mean. Uh, where it, it it's showed finally us, getting it, its it, chance to shine, you know, where yeah. the, it, like last season it got completely screwed over uh, by a, a rather controversial judge's, judge's decision that I'm sure everyone's talked about to to no end. Yeah, but absolutely, it's absolutely. a uh, it, it was a it was a really good fight. It controlled the the entire round, honestly. Um, it really bossed overhaul around. Uh, I mean, overhaul really hasn't shown past season one where it got that one win against Lockjaw. It really hasn't shown that it can mass wins together. Uh, so I guess this is one of those fights where it's, I mean, you're fighting a dustpan with a saw blade. So, I mean, it's, it's, it, it's a, it's, it's a tough fight no matter what, but saw blades really did impress me. That saw really, because I'm, I'm going on what you said before with red devil saw. I mean, red devil saw has really fine teeth, mm. a lot of teeth. So it really doesn't have that grabbing capability, mm. but Holy crap. Saw blade saw really, uh, impressed me. Uh, yeah. so hopefully we get to see it go, go, uh, go far. Uh, but, uh, I look forward to its next fight, definitely. That's what you said, you know, the, the way that they just dominated the fight, you know, there's such speed as well, and it just it just seems mm-hmm. so in control of the entire fight. I've not seen the performance so far this season where I've thought, you know, I was properly impressed by it, especially because it's, it's quite an unconventional weapon as well. Again, saw blades don't really feature that much in terms of weaponry anymore. This was hugely impressive. Yeah, not very often. Uh, you know, yeah, I, it was beautiful. And I think... I, I did love the little spit of smack talk between uh, Jameson and uh, and Charles at the end. Obviously, you know, I, I did see a few people, you know, having a bit of a moan, saying, "Oh, it was that's a bit naughty." I said, "I'm just thinking, come on, they used to be teammates. They've 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 competed together for literally years. They went to college together. They're yeah, not. They know each other. Yes, come on, guys, let's be real here. That they, they, you know, th- this is this is a great you know pairing and two two fun robots, and I'm and I'm glad that we got to see. A good fight between the pair of them, you know, is it was really, um, really impressive. Anyway, we mm-hmm. shall move on from uh, that fight. It was a really, really one-sided fight, but it was it was still fun nonetheless. To our next fight, which saw, um, I believe it was fuzzy, wasn't it? It was uh, hypothermia and whiplash. Um, Anthony. I'm, I'm guessing you must you must have seen fuzzy at season ten or series ten. No. Oh, did you know? No, sadly, when we were packing up to go, uh, Craig Danby had said to me that there's a, a person coming over to, from America, and I didn't realise that it was actually fuzzy. I'm, I'm really, really sad I never got to meet him. <laughs> it's a shame, because obviously, you know, famous you know, for Team Tone, and he was even Robert Wars with Cathar. I did get a sticker, though. I did get a sticker. Oh, that's, that's, that's the main thing. Everyone, <laughs> everyone has to have a sticker. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> everyone has to have a sticker. Um, Those stickers seem to find their way around. It was it was interesting. To, apparently, I've heard stories that apparently they're in literally every episode of Classic Robot Wars until after like series three. So if you look hard enough, there's there's they're around, especially in series ten. Oh, they're around in series ten. They're everywhere in series ten. But um, you look at you know you look at the mighty machine that is uh, Whiplash. Splatter didn't really do that well in season two. It was kind of unfortunate in that respect. They have done some work. Holy yeah, yeah. moly, have they done some work. Whiplash is another level. And again, it was so impressive to take on such an obviously experienced competitor in Fuzzy. They were able to, you know, boss the fight. They took off one of the wheels. I was impressed yeah. with Hypothermia as well. The fact that they were able to get underneath and, you know, lift them up initially. But after that, Whiplash were just on form. 
They looked really dangerous. Yeah, after, after that, it wasn't close at all. No. I do love that weapon arm, though. I love that final attack just before the end. When it went, went right up and knocked the top of the panel of um, hypothermia. I yeah, the, got... the, when the arm went all the way up and over and actually yeah, got the top, really yeah. Top. Like, that's a really impressive weapon. It's it's honestly a really clever idea because it, it combines like a spinner with a with an axe and a lifter all at the same time. It's got literally everything. Um, <laughs> it's it's crazy to think about, but it's it it's pretty true because obviously it's got the reach of the hammer, the the spinning disc capability, and turning people over. My one issue I have yeah. though is, I think, obviously at the front, obviously hypothermia got underneath it. Hypothermia doesn't strike me as the lowest of machines. I think it could be vulnerable to flippers should it fight, say, a Bronco or something along those lines. But other than that, Whiplash is, looked really strong. And the drive power as well. Like the, the, yeah. the power of the drive is really, really good as well. Yeah, exactly. It looked it looked the part. And I think, again, much like Sawblades, it opened a few eyes as to different weapon ideas. Um, mm-hmm. As for Hypothermia, didn't it was quite you know, interesting to see how it actually worked. It was quite effective, actually, with the grabbers on top and the whole body lifter. Um, thoughts on them? What, what, what do we think? How how good is hypothermia? I think it. I think, like, yeah. I, I think it'll be pretty good. I know like that was their first fight, and you know if everyone's first fight, they'll find out teeth and problems and stuff. Mm. I think he'd be a, a hell of a lot better in his next fight. They had a tough know, opponent, didn't they, as well? Yeah, I, 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 I think I think we've yet to see what what that bot can do because it, it in the beginning of that fight it really did uh, it really did good a good grapple on Whiplash if I remember correctly yeah. and then I thought it was gonna boss it around the box and like man this is gonna be an upset to to remember and then uh, Whiplash got its weapon into play and that was it um, so I'm 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 curious to see what Hyperthermia can do uh, I mean. Yeah, this 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 match really didn't show off a whole lot of what of what it what it could really really do because I don't know Whiplash was just too powerful. That yeah. saw or that 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 that, uh, that disc is uh, is a little it's, deadly. It is very potent. Um, I am very impressed. That, and again, it shows that obviously because they fought in Robo Games, I think last year and did I think they made Final Four or something along those lines. They were really effective. The fact that yeah. I know, I, I, I believe it was it was Robo Games twenty seventeen where they where yeah. they made the top four. Yeah, they did a really good job. And obviously, Splatter in twenty sixteen's BattleBots wasn't the best. It was kind of unlucky. It's nice to see a new team turn up and like properly show what they can do, rather than what happened last time where they were quite unlucky. Mm. We shall see how yeah. far they can uh, progress. I think they look uh, fairly solid though. Do uh, do Whiplash? But uh, what's interesting in the classic BattleBots. Uh... Uh, their bots uh, like Debbot. I don't think in any got. I don't. I don't think. Uh, I mean, if you, I don't know how how well Anthony you know Robotica, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it it was one of those robots. Like De- Debbot was from that. And that was the same team, and it, it it fought on BattleBots, and then it came back as a, like I think it was called Odebzi. I don't think it ever got a televised fight, so it's good to see them finally win a fight on television. Mm. So oh, I mean, cool. I'd like to see Craig follow that up. You know, <laughs> let's let let's win a fight on TV. Soon, soon. I, 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 I have my fingers crossed. Um, Got to stick that. Yeah, that's just you know, pray for Craig. Um, no, that's uh, that's something else. Anyway, we'll move on. Uh, I believe the was it was it the Rumble next? I think so. Yeah. It was the Rumble next. Okay, so we have the Four Horsemen, uh, Gamma Nine, and Double Jeopardy. Double Jeopardy, of course, with its mighty cannon, which had one, yeah, which had one cannon. shot. 
uh, which is yeah. it. I, I, I thought they had more than that, but apparently it was just the one shot. Um, you need a load of magnets up on that thing. Just have a bunch of them just kind of falling over time. Yeah. The way I thought that weapon worked was like the two cannons on the side were like the reload. Um, <laughs> so basically, the main cannon was in the front and the reloaded. But uh, no, it just hit one one solid hit. And it's like, ah, that's a bit of a disadvantage. <laughs> as soon as as soon as you fire yeah. your shot, then you, you're done, yeah. kids. Yeah, um, <laughs> obviously, four horsemen uh, very much uh, similar to I, I believe it was the Grubs from King of Bots, and obviously Creepy similar to Crawlies, I think they were called. Yeah, Creepy, Creepy Crawlies before with the um, had the grab, they had the five grabbers, didn't they? And then that became yeah. that became the Swarm, which became the Grubs, and now obviously yeah. the, the four horsemen. Um, very impressive as ever. You know the, those machines really do pack a punch. Those um, those little spinners, really powerful. Yeah, and I was they, they've done some massive damage in Gamma Nine. That was like really really impressed with them. Yeah, and obviously mm-hmm. um, the little Buttercup as well really forced its way around the arena, got underneath things. Was a general nuisance. Well driven. Uh, Sam Watts did an amazing job driving it as he tends to do because he's let's face it, he's he's pretty much bred from Robot Wars at this point and. You know, it's it's just it was just a really nice effort, and I think you know the four horsemen did a really good job and well deserved win. Yeah, they were like, only like, the three horsemen. Uh, yes, well, exactly. They can't be the four horsemen all the time because obviously they'd be overweight. But the uh, three horsemen it is. Uh, Anthony, you were going to say something? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, it's like, like I love the fact is like they, they mentioned it was the three musketeers. I would just more think about the three amigos. <laughs> you yeah. know, like. Oh, yeah. like I, I was impressed with, with Gamma 9 as well. Like, it was really well controlled. Like, it, it had that fight. Unfortunately, you know, the, the four horsemen got the back of him. But it was really... I really did enjoy that rumble. That's what I enjoy now at the Battle Bats are actually doing the rumbles. Yeah. I know they did them before, but I love the fact that they're either at the start or in the middle of the episodes that I've noticed. Yeah, they're, um, they're actually sticking them in the main show instead of, like, yeah. putting them all on YouTube for people to go and find, like uh, ABC yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, I'm really, really happy that, that they've changed the whole platform of this. Like, so that was a, I really, really enjoyed that rumble. Yeah, it was a really, it was a really nice fight. Um, it's a shame that Gamma, uh, sorry, not Gamma, uh, Double Jet, Double Jeopardy, Double Jeopardy, yeah. didn't um, mm-hmm. there's too many doubles in this season. Double Jeopardy uh, unfortunately <laughs> got its wheel eaten fairly quickly, and I think that was pretty much oh, them yeah. done. Um, it did seem quite. I think they must have been struggling for weight because there was a lot of exposed wheel at the front and back. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing they were really close to the weight limit, which is a shame because obviously, cannons... I do commend them. Oh. I do commend them for a new weapon. Yes, like, like, I will commend them on that. Like that's just, I never thought I'd ever see a cannon <laughs> in, in combat at all. Like, like I'm trying to sit there and think when they were sitting down thinking about this. Right, we can go for saws or flippers. No, let's go for a cannon. Well, the, the, <laughs> the thing, the thing is that they're normally. Um... I thought projectiles were banned for the longest time, but obviously with the improved safety standards, I'm guessing, you know, you look at, you look at robot wars for, as an example, when aftershocks, uh, panel came off, went through the wall, that's pretty much a projectile at that point. So I guess <laughs> oh, yeah. it's, I guess it's all fair, I guess. Why I not? Well, it was because of Brutus. Because remember, was it in series two that Brutus uh, had the guns on top? Well, well, they, well, they were flare yeah, guns. Yeah, there were flares though. Oh, right. I actually thought they were, like, like no, 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 no. There were flare guns. There, were, there was no, um, there was nothing in. There. Obviously, they had flares in them, but that was about it. You know, I think projectiles have been banned yeah. for for years and years and years and years and years. Yeah, it sure looked it sure looked like they did something because of the way that Mobius blew up. But Mobius blew up because they overvolted. Like they they used <laughs> they used a little bit too high of a voltage. <laughs> they were pushing the limits. Right, okay. 
it, I it, thought it, they were actually shooting pallets at them. <laughs> no, no, it was, uh, it, was, it, it, was, it was all good. It was a, it was a good fight, though, and um, as, I say, as we say, congratulations to the four horsemen there. It was, it was a really nice effort. Um, next up was Axe Backwards and Warhawk. Now, obviously, yeah, the, the, so the, you're such a be- such a beautiful robot. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, obviously, the the, oh. the immediate uh, comparison that everyone had with um, with Axe Backwards was barbarous. You know, that's, that's you mm. know that's fairly obvious. I will say this: I was impressed with it at the start, and it was such a shame to see, as as you mentioned, Steve, the machine kind of get ripped apart. I, I fear that yeah. gen- genuinely might be the last we see of it. I hope I'm wrong. I but... think they'll come yeah. back to protect the wheels better. I know you can't really protect them, mm. but uh, I was impressed with it. Like, I, I, like uh, The one thing I didn't realise, and I know that with the name, like at the start of the fight, they seen two axes in the back. I was like, oh my god, they actually have axes on it. I just thought they yeah. had the, the spinners. Yeah, the, the, but, the, axes, the axes are there for like the... Um the support essentially aren't they it's like it's, like, it's got, sort of like how uh, huge has those giant struts at the back i it's... love it that was the last right. resort where when the, when they hit their wheels like quick just spin in a circle maybe the axis <laughs> <won't actually help. laughs> it's brilliant you know I, I i love it and i'm so happy um the fact that we're actually going to see you know it's you know it, it's great to see this um this massive wonderful weird machine um as for warhawk we mentioned in the preview, obviously, it has that big exposed mojo at the back. It's so tiny. Warhawk yeah. is actually tiny. I thought it was bigger than what it was, but it's really not. Um, a lot of weight into that weapon. Yeah. Yeah. Did you notice that uh, at the front of it where the wheels are? There's not that much uh, protection. Like, you can see their drive chain. No, really? Like, I, I, I didn't see that. Yeah. Yeah, because I was kind of sitting there going, that's kind of a weakness if someone actually hits you directly there. But, you know, in all, all fairness, Really impressive weapon, like good driving too. Yeah, they they drove around the arena really well, and they, they you know they they picked off the weak point of uh, Axe Back, which was obviously the wheels, and just took advantage. Really, um, it looked so it looked fairly impressive. My one concern, as you know, we mentioned before the motor. Obviously, now Anthony's mentioned the um, the the drive chain. My big concern as well is because it's such a small machine, and we saw this with Cherub in Series Nine, and uh, I think we saw it in. You know, before with other machines, because it's so small, it might just get knocked around quite easily. Like by a big, mm-hmm. say, say a tombstone catches it, it's just going to fly. Oh yeah, that's so, going. <laughs> so I, I do wonder whether you know it's it's too small for its own good. It's just going to like be a hockey puck in the arena. I don't know if that'll happen, but you know, it's it's an obvious it's a it's a point that could be an issue for Warhawk. But nonetheless, it was a really nice effort, and I'm, I'm glad that they were able to, to get it working and win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Going, going, going weapon on weapon was, uh, I think, Axe Backwards' uh, downfall there. It's, oh. it, it, it just didn't have the inertia behind it that that, that little disc has so much, so much energy. Yeah. Uh, even with like how, how fast the drum on Axe Backwards is spinning, it just, it just doesn't have the same kind of like that moment of inertia it just does not have that power no. so it just got yeah. completely bossed yeah it's it's a shame but and uh obviously we, you know we like axe backwards for the fact that it is very different to everything else but uh sadly it's a, a bit of a bit of a rebuild for those guys on after warhawk which um brings us nicely to the i think probably the shortest main event we're going to have this season i hope oh. it is 
<laughs> I hope it's, this this was brutal. Good. Yeah. I mean, for, for obviously a bit of context, uh, Hypershock and Bite Force had fought before. I remember uh, Steve when we were talking about season three when it when it was first announced. I remember you saying one of the fights you wanted to see was this fight. Yeah, I, I totally wanted to see this because this was one of the better fights from the ABC season one, mm. where uh, Hypershock uh, pretty pretty uh, pretty much was taking it to the eventual champion, and it just it burned its motors out. And it was it, it was going to be. I mean, now that we know what happened, uh, I, I was looking forward to just like a really good drawn out like one takes a hit and the other one takes a hit because I got two really good uh, weapons, and then. Then we saw what happened, and it was it was glorious, but not the way I expected that fight to go at all. No, definitely not. I, I, I think I I believe on their Facebook page they again um, Hypershock posted that um, they had a electrical issue or mm. or a drive issue or something like that. I can't exactly remember off the top of my head, but um, supposedly they had a drive issue which hampered them. Obviously, Will Bales is a fantastic yeah. driver. You know, we, we can't take that away from him. And they, 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 had, they had a batteries falling out of the robot issue. Bite, that I... bite force. That that weapon, like when we saw it against Blacksmith at the start of the season, it looked impressive, sure. But that <laughs> weapon's got some real potency, hasn't it? Yeah, I was completely, totally completely scared. I was totally shocked. I actually thought when I was looking at this fight, I was like, "Oh, Hypershock got this," because just seeing like test videos of how good their drive is. Like how fast that is, I thought right, this is this is a they're gonna win it. Win that first hit, and they just didn't move. It's like what? And then the blink of an eye, it was done, and you're like, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> this is the, crazy. The, the, the fact the fact that Bite Force's weapon, you know, we, we've commented before. Obviously, we love the initial uh, Bite Force with the you know the grabbers and the, the big plow at the front, the, the control bot. Mm-hmm. The yeah. fact that they've now changed this new spinner format, the fact that it's now working... We mentioned again in our preview the fact that they have this amazing weapon setup. Clearly it's working, and clearly it's working well. What do we think as Bite Force going forward? Do we think they've got what it takes to reclaim the crown? I think they might get close to it. Just by the performance alone in the last two fights, or well, this fight and, and the last one, mm. I I think they might they might be a contender. I think maybe... I don't know. I actually do think they might reclaim it. I'll be shocked. I'll be shocked if they do, but it's like still Tombstone still is like the one I'm thinking that might keep like keep his crown just from his performances as well. So it's, it's, yeah, it's 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 very open. The, the, this this one thing I have noticed about this season is there's so much quality in the field. It could go mm-hmm. to literally anyone. I, you know, I'm intrigued to see how teams deal with huge. I think you know that's obviously quite dangerous. I think as well. I, I, I said we said in the preview again. <laughs> you know what I want to see? I want to see a tombstone versus huge. Yes. That's what I want. Yeah. I I want to see that. Let's make it happen, Battlebots. Come on now. Um <laughs> I, I also think, you know Bite Force has got a chance, let's face it, you know, it's it, they've got the experience of, of winning fights, but it's just something about I don't know. There's something about it that I just don't trust, and I just feel like it's just gonna break again at some point. But it's it's gonna be hard to beat, and I think you know, the experience of winning a title will definitely pay off for them. It yeah. just mm-hmm. it just remains to be seen what else they can do. Um, that brings us pretty much to the end of the episode. This is a been a really short podcast. We've kind of zipped through this, but um, 
the, the fights themselves weren't exactly that long, and I think you know it, it just bears repeating. All those that did win performed so well, and I think they deserve a lot of credit for putting on a great show. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good way to put it. Yeah, Th- those those that won did an amazing job. Obviously, those that didn't win, it wasn't exactly a bad performance by any of them. It's just the fact that those that won did such a good job. There, are, there were obviously some um, funny moments in after that last fight. Um, well, throughout, yeah. throughout throughout the show, really, there was a, some funny moments. Obviously, um, Steve, obviously, you just mentioned you were mentioning to me off off air about the uh, the hyper shock suit. <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah. Totally. Uh, the the fact that Chris takes the takes the hypershock uh, top plate and makes pretend he won the Tour de France or something like that. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's one it's it's one of those things where it's like I'm glad that we get to see the corny side of Chris and Kenny because I think we really didn't get to see that in ABC. I mean, we saw some of it, but really we get to see like that the banter between the two of them, and it's it's a, it, and it's, it's a fresh thing to see. Wasn't there a bit at the start of the episode where he's explaining about the new weapon setup? And he, he throws like uh, a part of the mat across the yes. arena, or what, yes. in the back. That, when when they when they when they were in the um, when they were in the um, the pits, and he, he throws he throws like the I think it was the pellet from um, Double Jeopardy, wasn't it? Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another great moment was um, was Farouk uh, when he was introducing Hypershock. Just that that look, <laughs> breaking the fourth wall down the camera, just like oh yeah, I messed up this time. <laughs> It's been fantastic, you know. The, I think one thing that we need to really comment on is the fact that the, the improvement in quality of like the atmosphere around BattleBots. I think, I think you know the, the guys are you know clearly a lot more relaxed on Discovery rather than ABC. I I, I also like the fact that before the battle, no, before the three two one, they actually have the little tiny uh, uh, interview with the teams about yes. the strategy and stuff. Yeah, like that's really, a really nice touch. Yeah, I really, really like that. I'm impressed with that. Like. They've, you know, they've they've obviously gone away. You know, it's, we've mentioned already that the format's been so so much more improved than it has been in you know, previous seasons. They look like they're they're having a lot of fun with it. You know, even, you know, even yeah. down to, you know down to the presenters, the roboteers, everything. They just seem to be a lot more at ease. I think possibly coming with, you know, not being on a major cable network and being on sort of a, sort of a lesser, not not you know what I mean, mm-hmm. like, like like a a less predominant network. Might you know give a few more? Um, few, I think more, it's less pressure. Yeah, pressure that's, yeah, a, 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 bit, a bit less pressure, but bit you know a bit less pressure and a bit more freedom to of creative, yeah, creative freedom to work around things. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe put in front of the maybe put in front of the right eyes, you know, like the right people, like the people that watch Discovery Channel shows, maybe will be more interested in a show like BattleBots, you know? Yeah, 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 absolutely. I think you know, I, I, as well as that, you know, moving uh, Jessica from. Obviously, being a judge in the past two seasons, you know, a presenting role now, I think also has worked really well because obviously she's she's been around for like for yonks with you know IGN and Speaking yeah, and judges, the Nerdist podcast. Yes. Speaking of judges, oh. the one thing that makes me really sad is the fact that at the the judge, one of the judges was complete control, and I yes. heard that he's like, Derek, stopped. Derek Derek like, Young, yeah, yeah. I'm so sad. I I really wanted to see complete control in this series. We Derek, think... Derek, if you're watching, bring back complete control. We want more. Please. <laughs> we want. Please. We, we want. We, we need complete air control. Ah, oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we, we, we need. We need a bad boy in BattleBots, don't we? Let's face it. You know, we. we you know, yeah. he's, he's he's gone away, and it, it, there's a big hole that he's filling. It, I, I was like <laughs> another another judge that I was very surprised to see. I'm very happy to see was uh, Mark Satrakian. 
I am yeah. so glad they put him on there as well. Obviously, um, he was Me- was it Mechadon? Yeah, Mechadon and the Master and the, the Snake. The, the tr- oh, Snake, Snake, Snake's amazing as well. I love Snake. It's it's not competitive at all, but it's just great. Look at it. It's a snake. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously, Didn't he also make the the, the uh, machine to hold the giant nut as well. Yes, the, armor, the, tro- the trophy. Yeah. the trophy stand. It's just so yeah, yeah. Which is uh, which is uh, one thing I do think we're missing in season three. I'll be, that's the one thing I would have brought back. If, if anything, it's just the the fancy trophy holder. You know, it's just mm-hmm. it's great, and I just I'm disappointed that they haven't brought that I, back. But... I would love, I would love to see it. Right, knowing that when the winner gets announced and the, the, they go towards the trophy stand, the trophy stand runs, runs away. Runs away. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I'd love that. That'd be fantastic. Wouldn't my, it? it's my giant nut. <laughs> I've been just, holding this the entire season. <laughs> yeah, it just just runs away and leaves leaves. Not let it go like it now. <laughs> oh dear. Um, which just out last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put simply, anyway, that is the end of episode three's review of episode three, the Robocast review of episode three. <laughs> I am so good at words. Regardless, regardless, um. Thank you, Anthony, for coming back and joining us. I, hope, I do hope you'll come back again later this season. It's been, it's been a pleasure having definitely, you on. Yeah. Excellent. Oh, definitely. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Anyway, I've been Samuel 64 I've been Steve the American Killjoy. And I've been Two Penny Milk. And we'll see you next week for episode four. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>